Um, today we're going to do a little bit of a different topic, um, very much a different topic. Um, and just to drop it back on, um, about a week ago, someone who was an expert manaker um, came here to town. And they spoke about a number of different issues, um, four particular issues. Um, and um, a, a, good, a good part of that, of the things that he came across or that he, that he said, ended up being, came out of one-sided, um, dramatic and alarmist, and um, made people a little uh, taken aback by what he had to say. So I'm, I'm here to just give you the other side or try to show you a different side or a more complete picture of what those topics were about. He is technically a shayfet, but in fact his, his particular expertise is, is being a monarcher. Um And uh, before I get into the actual topic, I, I have to say about one thing particularly that bothered me, um, that I thought was inappropriate, um, that at a certain point um, in speaking, he, he said, you know, there are certain things that are, in his words, untouchable, and that Kleskin wouldn't ask for certain foods because too many people want to eat them, or whatever, whatever, uh, which I thought was... Um, okay, which was, like I said, I'm calling it, which I thought was, uh, was inappropriate, inappropriate and not reflective of what place can really do, and if something is also, then it's also, and that's what it would be. So, well, I agree, you agree that it's like a lot to us, you know. But it, it's untouched, it's but you can never ask if it's also, it's also, it is. You know, it's all in relation, that he, you can do it again, Yeah, therefore? No, if it's usher, it's usher. So that doesn't mean that it might not be mutter, but if it's usher, you can't, you can't say it. They would never usher. No matter what, they would never make the food usher. Okay. okay, so the, 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 he talked about four topics. Okay, I'm going to tell you the, the two that we're not, we're not going to talk about where there was a beginning, was a discussion about, you know, whether food is, um, whether meat is cloud or base. So what the difference those are. He spoke about that briefly, but we're not going to do that today. And he also spoke about at the end about whether um, the Messiah on birds, I don't know which, which birds are or not kosher, we're not going to talk about that either. Uh, but the two topics that he spent more time on that we're going to speak about are um, knowing whether milk and dairy products are kosher, meaning are there shadows of trephas in, in milk and dairy products, and in poultry and eggs, those go together, poultry and eggs, you know, chickens lay eggs. Okay, so the, excuse me, the, the, basis of everything we're going to talk about today is the following thing that you probably know, which is that if an animal is a, is a trefer, if a cow is a trefer, that the milk that it makes that comes out of that cow is not kosher. And the same thing if a chicken is a trefer, then the egg that comes out of it is not kosher also. Okay, you probably know, but that's the basis of what everything we're going to talk about. Okay, so in, in, when you eat the chicken, you eat the cow, you eat the beef, then that animal is checked for trefers. So the shayla, for the, the, the sort of the, the, a lot of the discussion has to do with well, what about the milk that I get or the egg that I get because no one checks those. Okay, those are eaten without anyone checking them to see if they're trafers before. Okay? Because you can't, right? Realistically, you can't. Okay. So let's... Let's off an No. Most don't. No. So we're going we're gonna to start... Um, we're going to start with dairy. And we're going to start with dairy. And there are, there are two, two parts to... Two topics to talk about for dairy. Okay, and the first is like this: something that we, we call we call DA cows. Okay, or, or DA stands for displaced adamasin. Okay, so the first is what what's an adamasin? Okay, it's the cava. It's a part of the stomach. A, a cow has a, a cow a, a, um, a ruminant. Someone who's, who's malagera has four parts of their stomach, and one is called the cava, the, the adamasin. Okay, and what happens is the 
what? Yeah, it's the pink part. It's the pink part oh, in okay. the middle there. Oh, okay. okay. It's, um, and what happens is that um, with, typically, if the first time the cow has gives birth, it could have this problem, which is that the instead of the the cave being where it's supposed to be. Instead of the cave being where it's supposed to be, it gets bloated and filled with gas. This picture is not great, but the, the cave in this one on the left side, which is in the right place, is way down on the bottom, like it's supposed to have been. And in the, in the wrong case, it got bloated and blown up all the way to be blown up um, and makes life um, miserable for the cow. It's not good for the cow. How can you tell? It has something to do with after birth. Uh, it causes bloating in the stomach. I don't know what the... Uh, I'm out of veterinary. Which part is the... Uh, I'm not there's, there's, there's a cabin here. The baby used to be. Is that what it is? Okay. 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 So if that's the reason, because it moves into that spot, because there's extra space inside. Uh, oh, it's on the top now. Right. And so for, for this is the, this is where the cave is supposed to be. This is where the cave is instead. It's blown up, and it's in the wrong place. Right. It's in the wrong place. It's all messed up. Right. So, so the the so so what. Okay. It's not a new child, it's not a new child. So they, they've been, the parents can speak about it. What the, what, the, what the farmers do to deal with this is, basically, they poke a hole in the cava, release the gas, and everything goes back to the way it was supposed to be. Okay? So, so you realize, as soon as I tell you that, that you poke holes, you poke a hole in the, you poke a hole in the cow, in the cow, that as soon as you start poking holes, you're risking making the animal to trafer. Okay? Because you make a hole in the wrong place, a hole in certain parts of the body makes the animal to trafer. Okay? So, so there's, so, so the, this Shiloh, in, in olden days, it was talked about, um, and more recently, um, three different mahalchim were suggested to why it should be okay to eat it, even though it has its problem. Okay, even the surgery, the, the surgery happens in the Arab, the way I understand it, the way it was said at the time, and which I hear is true, about 5% of the cows ended with this problem. Surgery's okay. a, new, a newer thing? No, no, it's not new. It's new the way we do now today, with the modern versions of the surgery are new, but People have been doing it like that said forever. You know, cows have been having this kind of problem forever, um, or, or whatever. And they've been doing this for a long time. How can okay. you tell the cow has it? How can I tell it has it? If you're a farmer, then you know when your cow is unhappy. Beats me. I don't know. Okay. So, so there was. So, some people said. Some people said the cow never became a trafer. Okay, which is to say, some of the surgeries that are done to them won't make the animal trafer. Okay, well then we don't worry about those. Okay, but other ones said like this. You mean because it could survive long term? Because it's not, it doesn't make a hole in a spot that would render the cow to a trade for. Only holes in certain places make the animal to a trade for. Okay, and another said like this. If you open a shukhlarach, you'll see that the holes in certain of these places are considered to be a trade for. But, if you look back into the Gemara, really it's a machlik Gemara. We're being machmir for a suffolk device, we're machmir. <coughs> so there's a rule that the Rambam brings, that brings, that there's a rule like this. If we have a, something that's a Suffolk trephus, and we're machmer on it because Suffolk derives from the Chumrah, so we're machmer about the trephus, we're only machmer in so we can speak in a regular case. But if the animal lives for 12 months afterwards, if we see that the animal survives, we usually would not use that as a hechocha, that something is not a trephus. We don't use it nowadays anymore as a hechocha for whether the animal is a trephus. But if we have a Suffolk trephus, and then the animal lives for 12 months, then we could be, then that tells us that it was never a trephus in the first place. So, it's Rambam is in Simpezayin. Um, so, so the. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Nunzayim. Sorry, sorry, Nunzayim. I'm reading my English wrong. Okay, Nunzayim. Nunzayim. Okay, so, so then we could use the 12 months as the Hechocha that it was, the soft trade was not trade in the first place. Okay, so over here, where 
where the, the hole is in a place, a carrot's not clean, it's a, a, a place where it's only a soft thing. If you open the shukhrorach, it says, a hole in that place makes it a trefer. Even a small hole makes it a trefer. But really, it's based on a soft thing. And since it's based on a soft thing, if it'll live for 12 months, then we could say that it's what? Okay? It's machlux in Gemara. Bunch of sheets in the Gemara. And we're machmer on it because Safi tries the Chumrah. We don't know we, we, who knows, so we're machmer. But we're only being machmer for that sheet. They're not saying that's the sheet. Okay, now, the, the, the weakness with that argument, the weakness with that argument is, is that um, over here, we do something in between. So the fact that it lives for 12 months, it didn't just live for 12 months. If they made the hole, it was then stitched up and treated medically, and that might take away from the 12 months as Chacha. The 12 months Chacha might be is, it had the hole, and then as is, it just managed to live for 12 months, oh, that must have not been a, a trait in the first place. But in a case like ours, where they have to make the hold, and we do things to help it survive for the 12 months, the 12 months might not be a chokha. Maybe like a mum A what? A No, because if it would have been left to its own devices, right, right, it might have been a chokha. Can, can, can you take away the chokha? Okay, so that's the next thing. That, so that's the next thing. Some people said, so, that's the next thing. Some people said, some people said, that the animal talk is a chokha. You made, the, you made, a hole in the animal in the wrong place and the animal tackles a trafer. That's, that's fine. But, um, then the hole heals itself up. Okay? And therefore, um, it's not a problem. Because the, the trafer could be chazeris the hechsheri. Okay? The, the, the fact that, the fact that there's a trafer at, at today, tomorrow, if the, if the hole goes away, it's, it's chazeris the hechsheri. It could become kosher again. Okay? That's a big machakas we're showing whether that's true or not. Seemingly, we're machmer on that trafer. Okay? Um, there, there are cases when we're not, when we're make but by and large, we're not clear that if an animal is a trafer today and tomorrow that that problem goes away, the animal stays a trafer. So that's not so convincing. Okay? And the third is that, you know what? The animal attack is a trafer. You're right. The animal the animal's attack is a trafer. But only 5% of the, of, the, of the cows have this problem. So, so if you, from every 1,000 gallons of milk, the, the amount of trafer milk that's in there is but the barrive. And you could take all the parish, and I say, assume the milk that I have, whichever one you want to call it, I assume the milk that I have, excuse me, comes from a kosher animal, so I don't have to worry about it. Okay, so these are three different angles on how to, how to think why you shouldn't be worried about this problem that's called DA, or displaced abomination problem. But the truth is, the truth is, that it's a big miler for people who drink Chalvisol milk, or Chalvisol dairy products, because... All the people that we know of that make Chol Yisrael, even if they think that in Din they might be mutter, that the milk may actually be mutter, everyone who makes Chol Yisrael that we know of takes those cows out of the herd. Okay? What's well, well, actually, in Chol Yisrael it's a little bit worse in the sense that in, in the, the Chol Yisrael you may be a bit of a chilo. When the man's standing there, but... So there's questions about that I'm going to mention in a second. There's questions about that, whether whether it's appropriate or not. I'm going to sort of mention it, but... To say bit the because you'll be saying on bit the but but there are, but the the whole has the advantage has the advantage that they're not being some behind it because when they make whole milk there's a mashgiach there and he goes and he says the, the the companies have good records on exactly everything that happens to every cow so they know which cows have surgery um, you can actually so when we talk about bit is if I just buy plain milk I buy plain milk I have I'm not at the farm I have no way of knowing which cow had that surgery or not. But when you go to a, 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 a milk company, they just come with a big tank full of milk. You're not at the farm. The Chobisol people are back at the farm. They're seeing the cows. Okay, so they can first of all look at the records. Um, one time, uh, Representative and I were at, at a place, they were trying to show us that you could actually see it on the cow. You could see a scar on the cows, maybe. Um, well, but for sure you could see there's records, they have computer records, and the Rashiach pulls out those cows. Okay, so it's an advantage of the Chobisol products um, because... Um, 
Essentially, they don't have that problem. Is there a difference in America versus other places in the world? Is there a different? I think so. What they were, they were talking about beforehand, part of this problem is worse because of how they feed the animals. Um, so other places that are more natural may have less of a problem. I don't know. You know. If you can actually see the, the, the scar, so then you, 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 lost, you, you lost the part No, no, no. You, you didn't lose that. When I come to a... Uh, when, when the milk shows up in a big tanker, at a, fa- at a factory to, to put into bottles, at that point, I can't tell anymore. When the mashkir sitting at the club's all farm is one thing, but... You can see, if, it, if it's under Hashkacha, so, so then aren't we lying and they're doing it for the Jewish people? So, so they don't, they, 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 that's a separate question, but they're not really doing it for Eden. People who are making milk are just making plain old milk, and some of the Eden are buying it also. So we, we assume that's not considered to be made for Eden. Uh, what? Right, see, when they come to the bottling part of it, when it comes to the cheese company, we... We don't. Some doesn't go to the farm. In regular, not Chovi No one goes to the farm. We don't set foot in the farm. We don't check us to the farm. So the Right. So there actually was a situation. The situation that we're there was a cheese company that was having milk their own little farm they were using from, and I believe they ever said we should take the 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 cows out. Okay, it was not a Chovi but there it was. This company had their own little farm. That they were supplying for their milking for cheese, and we said, no, we need to take it out. Okay, so they, they were, we were like right on hand. Okay, okay, let's move on. Okay, now, okay, now the the, the other part of the question is in general, Shiloh is about dairy cows, uh, and let me let me transition from the other thing we were talking about to a part of it where it's sort of not going to talk about, and that is like this: we're going to talk about one one particular Shiloh about um, that dairy cows have. But before we talk about that, Shiloh, there's a different question. And that is that, that the, I told you this question of the DA cows, maybe the, the, the cows are trafe, and maybe it should be bought the barife. But there's a, there's a bigger problem than DA cows, and that is the reason why we check animals for trafers is because it's mutsuri, the trafers is mutsuri in, the cow, in, in, in cows. So let's say that means that 10% of the cows are trafers, okay? Or at least if we're going to be checking it for mutsuri. So that means is for every hundred gallons of every thousand gallons of milk, hundred are treif, and nine hundred are kosher. Okay, so there's a question that lechayra, if you if you open up in Hilchas Tarugas, it shouldn't need bit of arayv, it should need bit of in that case. And if it needs bit of bishishim, it's bit of bishishim. Of course, it's not bit of bishishim because because let's say if treifers are ten percent of the animals, so for every again every thousand gallons have a hundred gallons in it, it's not going to be bought the bishishim. Okay, so statistically, if you have a thousand cows, it's not shayach that you shouldn't have so much that it wouldn't be bought the bishishim. Um, this is a shayach, and for this reason, there are some people who won't drink dairy products. Uh, we're not that actually was not talked about um, last week at the share, uh, and I'm not going to talk about it today. I spoke about it. Um, about five years ago, beginning of January, when we were learning seven pay out. Um, oh, but that's not today. It's a it's a it's a shayla, uh, to talk about that. We're going to talk about the other half of the of the shayla, which actually I spoke about the week before here. And that is like this. I mean, the shayla is like this. We drink milk. We drink milk because uh, we drink milk, even though we don't know if the animals are trafer, because royal behemoths, royal behemoths are, are not trafers, any trafers. Most behemoths are not trafers. So if I go to a cow and I milk the cow, I can assume I got the milk from a cow that was not a trafer. Okay? And when, we, when, you, when you look at shechita of regular animals, in some shechita they get roi of the behemoths or kosher. In most shechita they don't get roi kosher. But it's close enough. And we say, okay, Chazal tells that roi behemoths are kosher. And we say roi behemoths are kosher. says, but um, the, the, the cows that are used for beef and the cows that are used for dairy are not the same. Okay, if you look in the pictures here, 
the big black cow on the, on the bottom, that's an Angus cow. Okay, that's the kind that would be used for beef, for better beef, it's made from Angus cows. And, and, and on the top left, the black and white one that you see when driving by the road, um, th- those, are, those, are, those are dairy cows, okay, those are called Holstein cows. Okay, those are Holstein cows. And, and the guy on the right, on the top right, the browner one, that's a Jersey cow, okay, that they're promoting, the guys from Jersey, um, were promoting the Jersey cows, okay. Anyhow, so so the the those are, so the 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 whole they're dairy cows. They're dairy cows. They're not used much, and most people make milk cows from the Holstein cows, the black and white ones. Okay, uh, so he said, what? So so the 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 question was raised. The following was when 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 those cows uh, one day they eventually shack those dairy cows. Okay, when they're finished and, and it's time for them to become salamis. Okay, so when the time is up, so they shack the cows and they, and they find out. And they find out that the very, very few of them are kosher. The, the, the statistic that was given at the time was, he says that only 5% of them end up being a kosher. Which, which, that's what he said. Uh, I, that was an exaggeration. We, we, we know that was an exaggeration. Okay? So the question was, so the question was <coughs> if it's true that Roy Velo's Bahamas are not shavers, so then how can we drink milk? Okay, how, how do we drink milk if, Roy, if, if, the, if the, the, those cows are not Roy Crusher? How can we drink milk? Okay, so the end, we only know this at the end of their lives, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to that. 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 No, here's not for the first reason, not for the second reason. He said the second also. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to say, dude, just be, give, me a minute, give me a minute. So be, before I tell you the, the reasons, I'm going to say three, essentially three reasons why um, it's not a child, why it's okay. But the first thing I have to tell you is that this is not a new question. Okay, we're, we're not the first people in modern day to think of this. Um, it's in the Simcha Dasha and the Prichadosh and the Mishkan Siakov, Shagas um the Pischichu and the Darkichu bring it, the Mishabur brings it. Um, why is it in the Shabur? It's in the Hilchas Yomtev. It's like, yeah, because you're not allowed to shaft, you only let us shaft animals because you're assuming the animals are going to come out kosher. So it's a shy well, wait a second, if most animals are not going to be kosher, maybe you shouldn't be allowed to shaft on Yomtev. Okay, that, so lots of people have spoken about the Shilohs. Um, we're, we're, we're really not the first people to, to think about this. They talk about dairy cows or just... No, cows bachlal. Cows bachlal. They're not right kosher. They said, well, you go to Ushkita, and if you shaft 10 cows, you only get three are kosher. So right, but not kosher. So what are we doing drinking milk? Okay. They weren't talking in this, this, this the, you know, exactly, we're saying the whole stink cows are not our okay? So, the thing is like this. The, 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 first, the first place that I have a, have a similarity, and they're like this. When we, when a shechid comes and shechs a cow and says, this cow is a trefer, oh, in almost every single case nowadays that we find an animal being a trefer is because it has sir chandalang. Sir chandalang means there's a, like a, something, uh, some mucus, some kind of a, something that's stuck onto the lung, and if it's in the wrong way, then the animal's a trefer. Okay? It's called the sir Okay, so let's look at the Shulchan Aruch and see Piaf. Okay, the Shulchan Aruch says in Piaf so like this: You have cheese that was made from an animal. You made cheese from milk. I'm sorry, from milk, and then you shafted the animal. Okay, so he talks about cheese because the milk is not going to last. How long does milk last for? But cheese lasts for a long time. So you, you made cheese on Sunday, and then a week later or a few days later, you, you shafted the animal, and it turned out the animal was a trefer. Okay, so the Shulchan Aruch, the, the dot dot dot, is because he has a bunch of different cases of what kind of trefer the animal could be, which is not relevant to us. But since they nitrified the sircha, that's the end of the, sh- of the din, what happens if the trefer that you found was, was, a, was a sircha? I mean, other ones, they said it had extra body parts and all kinds of other kinds of trefers that were in there. But the problem was it was a trefer. Then the, then the cheese made with the milk from that cow was not trefer. 
Dyslexia. The, the second topic it has to do with how many days ago the trade happened. That's not relevant to us. The Rambam actually disagrees about that second part. But the, the first topic is that every sircha that we find in an animal is only a suffix of its trait. When, we, when, when, a, when a boy that looks at a cow and says, oh, this animal is trait because it has a sircha, that's not a, a definitive decision, this animal is trait. It's saying is, the animal is maybe trait. And since it's maybe trait, therefore we won't eat the, that, that animal. But, but really, it's only a suffix. Well, in, in this case, it's have a suffix. But for our purposes, Chaval tell us that Roy behemoths are shavers, Roy behemoths are not trafers. The fact that we're finding all kinds of things that we're throwing out is because we're being machmer on all kinds of sirchas to be machmer about them. Okay. Well, what's the suffix by the The sircha itself is not a because we're not talking if it's a real sircha. Which sirchas are the ones that are reflective of a hole inside the, of the lung? Is not just because we see a sircha doesn't mean there's actually a hole underneath there. Well, there's going to be a hole underneath there. This doesn't help with the egg cows. We're not talking about the egg cows. No, we're not talking about this. No, we're not talking about that. No, talking about Now, as an example of this, I was once. We still need the sphinx no, we don't have to be, I'm not talking about spectrum. We have, the Chazal tells right animals are kosher. I, we're seeing so many that we have to reject. The answer is, we're rejecting them, we But that, that doesn't, that doesn't disprove what Chazal said. No, the Shachal also about spectrum for the cheese. It has, has, has or particular animals in front of us, and we say, this guy, we see the Shachal in front of us. Okay, so now, I, I stood once at a Shachal, uh, with Rabbi Tzvi Fishbein. Okay, and, and at this Shachal, at this Shachal, they had, um, they show you Glot and non-glot. Okay, they, they took animals even that were not glot to be considered kosher. And the, the boy that took a lung and he said he rejected it. No good. No good means not even non-glot. Finished. No good. This this lung. So he passed it over. So Rabbi Fishbein took it and and I was here to, to see what was going on. I didn't, I don't know anything about this. So he, he, we wanted the, exactly those kind of lungs that were no good to see the circles on a lung that has no circle nothing to see. So he pulls it over. He looks at the circle and. Whatever he did for the sirchah, not so important for us right now. Whatever he did was, when he finished, he said, this lung was kosher. This animal actually is kosher. Okay, so the Bidik had said, it's a sirchah, I won't accept it. And what Fishman said is, you know what, if we would have sat on this for longer, and I'm telling you the animal was really kosher. I'm saying to you, just, just telling us a little bit about when we say a sirchah is kosher, even here within people nowadays could look at the sirchah that he said it was trait, and really it would have been kosher. Um, so that, that's our first way of looking at it, saying is... Um, Roy Behemoth, the Gemara says, Roy Behemoth are kosher. The fact that we find Sirchas is not a Chacha against it. Okay, now. Second. How, how does, how did Chazal know that Roy Behemoth in, in Trefus? Okay, how did they know that piece of information? Um, at the time, when, when the person spoke to us, he said it's from a Gemara. He that said something from Carbonus. Um, I don't know every Gemara, so maybe I'm missing something, but there is a Gemara about Roy Behemoth in Trefus and Carbonus, but that's not what it's talking The Gemara is saying that since we know Rabbi Hamza in the Kshiris, we could use Karbanas as a Chachacha that you follow Rav. Okay, that, that's, that's how the Gemara goes over there. Um, so, but how, how did Chazal know that Rabbi Hamza are in the Kshiris? Okay, the Gemara is on Yudalf. How, how did the Kshiris? Kshiris. I don't know what I say. Sure. And Kshiris. How do we know that? So, I, I don't think that's because Chazal went around and, and spoke to veterinarians. Okay, I don't think they went around and did a poll and figured out that most animals are Kshiris. You know what I mean? If, if we go to if we go find yaks in, in Tibet and we want to check them, we would say Roy, yaks are kosher, also yaks, yaks are kosher. We would say Roy, them are not Shavas also, even though Chazal never did surveys on yaks. Okay? And the reason is Lachayra, the way the Chazal know that Roy Behemoth are in a Shavas is because I told you already that living 12 months is a Chacha that an animal is in a uh, We're going to see more in a second, but uh, an animal that gives birth, 
Okay, that they become pregnant gives birth. Those are not a trefa. So when you look around in the street and you see cows, what are they doing? They're living many years. They're giving birth. Animals look like they're being healthy and they're, they're making it. They look like they're not trefas. The, the simonim of a trefa would be that it doesn't live for a long time and it's not able to give birth. And the cows are doing that. So if you want to know if the yaks are, are trefas or not, you want to know if a cat is a trefa? You say, right, cats are not trefas. The cats are not what do you mean you don't see the dead ones? So, so we, we, no one heard, no, we haven't heard yet of, of this by You know, the bees are dying. We haven't heard anything about cows dying, just dying right and left. Maybe you'll die. I can't hear you. Maybe you know from the stock that it's a monster crusher. And that's not a you know that. So right, that would be a, that would be a very limited and very narrow because I have to tell that you that today it's kosher. What's going to happen tomorrow? How can you make such a rule? But what's going to happen like tomorrow? Like people think that the whole thing is not kosher. So it's more of a colonialistic thing. Is that people the animals seem to live nice, healthy lives? They seem to be productive and doing what they're supposed to do. So they they're not trifles. They're, they're just they're just a it's a it's also, I mean, the Torah says you're writing Cholot. It's built on an assumption of Rabbi Hamzim So I'm saying that it's the Cholot have are not based on on. Being in a shlafta, the hechacha is based on uh, on a bigger thing, bigger tevedik thing. Thank you, David. Um, and the male will hear those who reply here also. Now, now I'm going to come to a different angle of why it should be okay. There was a point in history, not so long ago, where even in the shlafta you'd see that they were right. But I'm saying so. So we have to put this. You wouldn't have to come on to your. But I'm, I'm saying if that Rechazal didn't do it based on a survey of Shlachtais, that's not, not what they did. You couldn't make a rule like that if it's based on a survey today for what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to happen in a different place. Um, okay, my, my third is like this. Okay, this is what a cow's, a, cow, a milking cow's year looks like. Okay, I know, I know January is not in the beginning. Okay, just, just bear with me. Okay, it becomes pregnant... For, for purposes of this of this uh, illustration, becomes pregnant in July and gives birth in April. Okay, April first. What? You'll see why I'm doing this in a second. Be, be, give me a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so, so it gives birth in April. Okay. So what happens is, um, so the first few weeks they don't take they won't take milk from the cow, and then they take milk from the cow for another nine months. Okay, they take milk all the way, in, in our cases, till the end of January. Okay, and then um, the cow is dried up. Okay, it stops giving milk. They, they stop it from giving milk for the last two months. And then it gives birth again on April 1st, and the cycle continues. Okay, so that, that's the, this is the, it's not always exactly like this, but give or take, that's what it looks like. Okay. Yes, yes. So, so, okay, now. You said January stops and then starts April again. Right. It gives birth in April, but it's been pregnant since July. Oh, so July to January. It keeps on giving milk right now. So, so uh, a dairy cow um, can give, starts giving milk already in its second year after it gives birth for the first time. And it gives, it gives milk until it's about six or seven years old. The etim, it would live to like 20 years old. Um, but it gives milk until it's like six or seven years old, at which point it's not productive anymore. And then it's off to the salami factory, okay? So that's it. So, 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 so like this. So, l- let's look at what happens here. Okay, the, 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 on this screen, the calls are not going to come out as good, I'm sorry. Okay? In the first year, it gave birth, I told you, from, it gives milk from May all the way to the end of January. Okay? That's it's giving milk. Now, come milk year three, and it gives birth on April 1st, I now have a chocha that the milk that it gave in May and June of last year are kosher. My chocha is, this is, became green, it's hard to tell, but it became green. Okay? 
And Chacha is an animal, an animal that can become pregnant and hold the baby to term and give birth to a, a healthy baby, that animal's not a trafer. So when it gives birth in the third year on, on May 1st, on April 1st, I now know that the milk from the beginning of last year, the first two months of milk from last year, that milk was kosher. I know it was not a trafer on July 1st. Yes, on, on July 1st. When on July 2nd, I don't know. But on July 1st, I know. Okay? And then, gives milk for the rest of the year. Gives milk for the rest of the year. And then next year, when he gives birth in the fourth year, he gives birth. I now have a kosher that again on July first of year three, that the animal was, was kosher. That means it's all the milk until it was kosher. And if I keep on going, I keep on going through its whole productive life. It turns out that I know that even in this case, where it only lasted for six years and it didn't give birth until its last year, sixty-four percent of the milk I know is kosher. I don't have a suffix that that milk was kosher. I know that that milk was kosher because when it gave birth, when it became pregnant on July 1st of the year, the fifth year, to the point that it gave birth at the, in the middle of the sixth year, in, in its sixth year, I know that all the milk from before that was kosher because it was not a chafer. On that day, I know it was not a chafer. Now, when we spoke about this five years ago, we talked we talked about whether this chazakta is based on this. This different angle of the Shiloh. What could we say from that, based on that? But what we know, for today we're saying is, what we know is the first bunch of years worth of milk was for sure kosher. We know, on, we could pick a day and say, on that day it was not a chafer. I know there was not a chafer on that day. So, the fact that it, even if it today was a real trafer of the overall milk, right of the milk that's coming out of these cows is not trafer. Well, what would they do if it's not like a trafer and it was milk that went back to whatever time? So that's his birth. That's his birth. It would be a birth, but if we found the trafer, what would happen? So that's the Raj, there's a famous Raj about that. Okay, the Raj said they said they had an animal that was a trafer um, and it lived for 12 months, and the Raj told them they were lying. <laughs> okay, it's a, it's a big shot. What, what does that mean? And, and people told me, is it Roy of Bahamas or Roy Trafus die, or are these rules real or not real? But in, in the big picture, in the big picture, overall, if all the cows are doing this, that we would say that overall, 64% of the milk is kosher. Do the yay cows give birth? Do the yay cows, of course, they give birth. That's true. Of course, the yay cows give birth. If they didn't give birth, they're, they're dairy cows. Okay, they're dairy cows. If they don't give birth, then they don't have more milk. If they don't have more milk, they're worthless. So we have the same ha-ha-ha. We could do the DA cows, we could say the same ha-ha-ha backwards to say is the fact that he gave birth the third year, the fourth year, the fifth year is a riot that the, the surgery did not make him to trip. Potentially. That's stronger than 12 months? No. no. Yes. Right, yes. Yeah, the Shulchan Aruch Payoff says we could rely on that. What? Because they fix it. So you're right, maybe the fixing it makes it worse. Okay. Okay, so, 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 so this, this, is a, this, is a, this is a mathematical way of looking at what Rabbi Lange was saying before, which is true, which is which is, the, the less mathematical way to say this is like this. When they find that the animals are traitors, when they shaft them, the dairy cows, when they shaft them, that's because at that point, this is a beat-up, worn-out cow that they've been literally milking for seven years, and at this point, the cow is so worn out that the animals are traitors. That doesn't mean in year one he was a traitor, year two he was a traitor, or three, all the, all the earlier years, it's fact that they only shaft them when they're really beat up and there's nothing left to them. So the fact that those are trafers is not a hachacha that earlier. That, that's the, the, the simpler way to say it. That being a trafer in years, at the end of year six doesn't mean you're a trafer in year two. But I'm saying to you, it's not just a, not just a maybe they were kosher. I'm saying to you, it's, I know that they were kosher for so many of those years. Okay? Okay. If you have any questions before I move on to... So you have to take out those cows. The old, the, I don't know, the old cows, the only cows, got to be right. So that's a question. So you could argue that. That's, that's a potential argument. If we had control of the farm, maybe you'd say that. Um, I tell you, I'm not, kiss- I'm, I'm not convinced. I'm, I'm not convinced that this is accurate. What I, in the sense that 
I don't know that they don't let them give birth in the sixth year also. Okay? This is assuming that they don't let them have them give birth. I don't know if they do. If they give birth, then even all the rest of this will be kosher also. We have, all, we have a, a whole more years worth of it, you know? Right. Well, then we go to the first thing that we said, that the, okay, the, in Din, it's only a sircha and royal number kosher. Right. Okay, Let, let's... Okay. Now we talk about poultry and eggs. <laughs> none, none of this he said. No, no. no. So you wanted to kind of milk his mouth and drink? Right, yes. When, when a certain point people said to him, oh my gosh, it sounds so horrible, so could you drink milk? He says, I don't drink milk. Okay. All the milk. Those 90% cause cows that are trefas after they shut them happened in the last year? Or they're big homers. Or they're just being homers. They're not trefas in thin, they're trefas because they're homers. Yeah. He, he, he said, he, he must make a bite, he would never say this thing. Circles <coughs> are such that they're... Yeah, yeah. So, right. exactly. How does it say brown, white, and brown? Salami, right? How does it say white, and brown? It's very deep. It's very deep okay. why they have white and brown eggs. I can explain to you through the camera. It's such a fat circus, like it's like a three inch. Okay. Part two. When, when he spoke about trefas in, in poultry, um, there's a few things we have to mention. First is, it came up, he mentioned that there are some times that they, they, they by a shrita, they'll find 80% is trafe. 80% of the, of the birds are trafe. Okay? And, and he sort of... Okay, at least he said in this case that they're throwing them out. Not right. the well, 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 our question is, here are questions for the chicken and for the eggs. The eggs, no one's checking for trafe. So I'm going to get to that in a second, but yes. But he said, when he said that 80% of the trafe, it may have happened one day that there were 80% trade. And as he mentioned, some of these things come from diseases that spread within a farm. So when, a, when some are bad, the whole farm is horrible, and you have to throw out the whole farm, that could be 80%. But the overall percentage of trafers in chickens is almost nothing. Okay? We're talking like 1% or 2% of chickens are really trafers, Okay, And we're going to see this. I'll show you how much they check for trafers. Um, and in the end of the day, in the overall big picture, it's 1% or 2%. So you wonder if my eggs are kosher, do I have to worry that they made that? The eggs, the eggs are coming from chickens that are trafers. The overall amount of trafers is tiny. Okay, it's a tiny amount. It's true that there's sometimes a horrible batch, and <clears throat> whatever they did that caused this batch to be horrible. Um, but overall, overall, chickens are not, do not have trafers. And even if it's horrible, it's still very kosher. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Even if it was horrible, No, if he says it's 80% trafers. He said I had a batch, it was 80% trafers. So, yeah, so can I? Uh, it, have, okay, it has to do with sicknesses. So... The, the Ram says like this. Okay, the Ram says, You never heard, okay? There's no one ever heard of doing bedikas for trafers on birds, except if there's some kind of a problem. Okay, there was once a story that the, a truck delivering chickens turned over, and, and the chickens coming to Shakras all fell, fell down. There was a Shakras, should they have to check those chickens special? There's a special bit of an animal that falls down, you have to check it. Okay. But the Ram says, but other than that, except for the time that the truck turned over, or something happened, you know, uh, uh, an animal attacked the, the, the chickens, you don't have to check them. Okay, that's that. The Ram says, there's no, no one ever hear of checking chickens for chafers. Okay, now, there's a true remorse about that. A uh, true remorse who says that actually you should check the chafers, you should check chickens and chafers. He even said you should spend money on it. It costs money, and it costs quite a lot of money because there's many, many bikes checking for chickens in, in a chicken factory. Uh, we have to spend money on it, and we talked about we talked about it some time ago. It, it's in the new Safe on Bugs on chapter thirty. If you're curious, if you want to hear the details <laughs> about the reason whether whether you have to whether you have to actually check it or not. Okay, marketing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't put that onto the screen, but um, but. Um, 
<laughs> but but it's a but the, we we they do check the trapers, okay? But the overall the amount of trapers is very long. Now, as a continuation of what we're talking about for the animals, this is what a chicken a, a, a chicken that lays eggs it lays eggs for sixty weeks, okay? They start, okay, and that's not really how many eggs it's going to lay, but the error how many eggs it's going to lay, okay? Chickens, they start t- using them to lay eggs when they're 20 weeks old, when they're 20 weeks old, and they lay for about 60 weeks till they're about 80 weeks old, okay? That, that's what a chicken's career of laying eggs, uh, the chickens they use are called white leg ones, and they, and they um, lay eggs for 60 weeks. So, so there's, I told you so far two rules. One is that if an animal lives for 12 months, sometimes that helps us to tell it's not a chafer. There's another rule that if it gives birth, it tells us it's not a chafer. And there's a similar rule for chickens, for birds. And that is, if the chicken lives for long enough to develop an egg within itself, it takes 21 days to develop all the way from beginning to end, that animal, that chicken is also not a chafer. Okay? So what does that mean is? That means is, oh, the calls came out good for this one. That means is that if the chicken lays eggs for 60 weeks, Okay, if it's 60, it has 60 weeks of laying eggs, 57 weeks of those, I know that it was not a chafer, because the eggs that it laid in this week, the chicken lived for three, three whole weeks afterwards, right? I kept getting the eggs for three weeks afterwards. So in this case, the 95% of the eggs have a hechocha that they're not a chafer, which is, of course, very much consistent with the truth, which is that almost, well, chickens are not chafers, okay? It's very rare that a chicken should be a chafer, and in fact, so, if the shayla, the ikka shayla is not on the chicken, the shayla is really on the egg, because the egg knows checking it, and on the egg, I have actual hachocha, that 57 out of the 60 weeks, the chicken is, is actually not a chafer, okay? So, so now... So that farm of the 80%, were they laying eggs? No, no, the chickens that, what they call for eating, are called broilers, those don't lay eggs, I, mean, I don't think they lay eggs, but they're not, they're not being raised to lay eggs, they actually, I'm sorry, actually, they shed them at like six weeks old, so before they're laying eggs, at least in, on the scale that we care about, okay, um, okay, so, he mentioned, he mentioned three types of trafers that they check for, for chickens, um, I'm going to mention, explain to you about those and some details, with three others that he did not mention, okay, the first is, um, injections. Um, and that is, um, for, for, for years, years like, like 50 years, farmers have been giving injections into their chickens, okay, that we know, that we don't know of any anti-vax uh, farmer <laughs> chickens, <laughs> but, but the, 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 they, everybody gets injections, they may not get antibiotics, they may not get antibiotics, but they, I believe they all give injections to prevent diseases, uh, to prevent diseases, um, and, and over here, on, on, on the screen here, you see two things. Okay, on the left side is the way it used to be done in America, and the way it's still done in Eretz Yisrael, which is when the chicken is a couple days old, they give it an injection. Okay, the chicken, that picture actually is a chicken from Eretz Yisrael. Um, being given, in that case, this chicken, I think, if I remember, is 10 days old. Okay? In America, they used to give it at one day old. Um, they give um, injections into the chickens. And in modern, in, in America, and it's coming, to hopefully, or potentially very so soon, that they give the injection not into the chicken, but into the egg. Okay, they, the, the injection is given to the egg before the egg hatches. Uh, a few days before it hatches, they give an injection to it. Okay, so, so there's a few parts of the Shiloh here. Uh, by no means am I going to give you the whole Shiloh. I'm just going to give you some of the highlights. And that is, one is that, Paisk can speak about, comes from some cipher, about trusting a guy that he did the injection properly. What it, what it means is the person on the, on, on the left side who's actually injecting the chicken, or even on the right side that inject into the chicken, <coughs> they have a certain idea of where they want the shot to go. And if the shot goes in a place that's good, that doesn't make the animal into a trafer, 
we're counting on him to actually carry it out the way he's supposed to. He's claiming that he's giving the shot in that way. This guy is trying to show us how he's giving the shot just right, that that chip doesn't become a trafer. Okay? So well, that... trying to get it. So in that case, they're trying to get it under the skin. In this picture, they're trying to get under the skin. They just want to get it in. They don't want to puncture the organs. They don't want to puncture the organs. Okay? And they're claiming, I'm doing it in a very specific way to specifically not hit anything like that. Okay? And, and the chicken over here... Uh, let's say they're claiming certain things, and there's, 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 there's sources to rely on that, that they're doing it carefully. The question is, is whether it's actually successful. Okay, are they doing it or not? So you may know the narrative role. is <laughs> in different communities. Each one does an injection in a different place. In one community, they do it into the leg, and one they do it into the chest, and one they do it into the back of the neck, and each one thinks that theirs is the only way to do it, and the other guys are wrong about how they do it. Okay? So that's an narrative when they actually do it to the chickens. Um, and in the eggs, there are signs about what date to do it on. Should the hashkafs are watching and what day are they allowed to do it and this and that. Um, it's it's quite, quite a complicated issue. We'll move on. Okay. Next is something called Pukadatma. Okay, Pukadatma means is the, the bone. This, if you could see the end of that thing, you'd look, see how it's becoming a poker. So this bone that's poked out over here sticks into the socket into the rest of the chicken. This is the bottom of the chicken. And if it pops out, if it's bukudatma, the shakli dukhte, it fell out of its place, then the animal, it's chicken. The animal's chicken. He's always chicken. The animal's a chicken. Okay, now, at the, when, when he's... That's the thigh, right? That's the thigh, yeah. Now, he, he claimed that the reason why this happens more often now, the reason why it happens more often nowadays is because of the way they collect them, which is the same when they go into the, into the, into the yard to collect the chickens, they grab the chickens by their feet, and when they grab them by their feet, the chickens are, are getting, the, they're, they're pulling the things out of their legs, okay, but the truth is, nowadays, nowadays, they do, they do not collect chickens by hand, okay, no, they don't collect chickens by hand, in more modern farms, they have these really sophisticated machines that gently collect all the chickens, and all the chickens get a nice little ride, as you see in the video, okay, and the chickens, you'll see in a second, they get, this is a promotional video from the company, okay, that nobody, nobody, nobody touches the chickens, okay, so they don't have to touch them. So this idea that, they, that the, the chickens, the bukudatma happens when the chickens get yanked out to be collected for, for shrita um, is, not, is not accurate so much in nowadays. And I have to tell you something. You have to... It's not, no, they jump on. They jump on gently. They, they walk on gently. No, they just put it next to the slide next to it. It jumps on to the right. Okay, and, and the, the, you realize also before you go on, this would only be a shayla. This would only be a shayla for chickens that go for... His idea that they, you could pull out the buku da'atma because when you grab me for shkita, it's only chickens that go for shkita. Chickens that lay eggs never get pulled. They just sit there. They just sit there and lay eggs. They just... They, they, day after day. Okay? So, so they check for this in shkitas. Everybody checks it. When, if it happens, if the, if the buku da'atma gets pulled out when the animal's alive, it's bloody and gory and disgusting. So they pull it out. Not just... They pull it out for trefers, but if you found it at home, you'd usually you would know about it. Okay? It's pretty, pretty awful. Okay. Of course, it's possible. This is the farmer, but, but I mean, a sheet is connected to a farm. The sheet, they don't. Oh, okay. they, it's not like you go to Sam's Club and just buy chickens. So, because there's no reason to think that. No, no reason to think that. Okay. The next thing is a thing called sumasagitin. Okay, a gid is the way Chazal referred to any, any kind of stringy, long thing that goes through your body. In this case, it's talking about a tendon, a ligament, which, which, is, which connects the bones, the, the muscles in the leg to the, to the toes and the feet that so should be able to move. 
Uh, so Tumas Agin is where they come together, where they're Shemus, where they converge, where they come together. So at the very bottom of the Pulka, the pointy part of the Pulka, that's the place of the Tumas uh, And if those Gidin are, any of those Gidin are ripped, then the animals are trafled. So in that, you see the top picture on the left, that's the, all these are the same piece of chicken. Okay, these are all the same Pulka. Okay, and the, the one on the left is just without its skin, without it being touched, and the other ones are as it's being ripped apart, and you see in there, you can see the white, these are the Gidin running through, all these white lines over here, are those are the Gidin coming through, and they all converge at the, the tip of the, of the polka, um, the, as, and they, from there they run through down to where the toes are, okay, to, to the last part of the leg to where the toes are. Um, so the, the, if there's a cut, or there's swelling, or something in the, in the very end, at that spot where the, at the spot where the tumor side would be is, then the animal's trick. So, you check it as this is, how, this is how you check it, just, just like this. First is, they, they slice, a, uh, uh, make a slit in the bottom part of the leg. That means below the polka. Not where the tumasagidin is, but it's the part that you don't sell. It's not sold commercially. Um, so they make a slice in that part of the leg, because over there, the same gidin are running, they run, they can keep running through down to the toes. Okay, so they make a slice over there. Then the, then the mashkiach will stick his finger underneath the gid, and if you see, it's hard, we don't have to see in the picture, but you see the toes are pulling up. Okay, that's because he's pulling on the gidin, which is exactly what's supposed to happen when the animal's alive. The gidin, the muscles pull the gidin to make the toes move. Okay, and actually some people, that's how they check, is by watching to see if the toes are moving. And then the last is, number three is, that they um, look at the gidin. They see, are they intact? Now, they're not really looking at the right place. The right place is the tumasagidim, which is a little higher, but they're getting a judgment as to whether they're complete by looking over here. If they're not taut, if the, if the gid is not taut, or it's not whole, you'd be able to see it. Usually, you could see it on the bottom, even though you're looking, so to speak, in the wrong spot. No, 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 it's attached. Oh, I'm sorry. At this, this one, you see, I don't think you can see in the picture. It's still attached to the polka. They get this before they cut those pieces off. Right, no, I'm sorry, I should have been clear. They're doing this before they cut that yellow bottom toes off. Well, when they're actually, in, in this case it's not a whole chicken, but in the shita, at the slaughterhouse it is a whole chicken. The chicken is still whole, they haven't yet separated that piece off. The whole chicken is hanging there and they, 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 they stick the fingers in and pull on the things. That's right before they get chopped off. A minute later they get chopped off and um, they're not swift people. I'm going to talk about that in a second. So, so, so some, people, some people check everyone, and some people don't, and that's in chapter 29, as to whether you should have to check everyone, or you have to check everyone, which is like this. What the shayla is, the, the, the Rajput says, it's brought in Shukhanach, that if you have a shayla of an animal, whether it's a trefa, or if you have a vegetable that may have bugs in it, it's not enough to check even most of them. You have to check every single one. Okay? If you have a, a herd of animals, and <coughs> you have 50 animals, you can't check 45 of them, and, and say the rest of them are kosher also. You have to check every single one. And our vegetables also, you can't check most of the lettuce. You have to check every piece of lettuce. Okay, you have to check every one. Okay, except for the Ramban, we don't check words. Right. And Ramosha argues? Ramosha says that when it's in front of you, it has to, that's a different logic, but he argues based on that. There's another test. Ramosha says you don't check anything, and I'm checking every Ramosha says, when it's in front of you, you're required to check it. Okay, based on a different part of, that set, of the rise, but when it's in front of you, you're required to check it. And in front of you, he says, means even that you have to put someone there to stand there to do the checking. So the, the reason, the reason to, to potentially be Samachan sampling, we talked about it over then, this is in PayPal, uh, we talked about it then, chapter 29, um, is that, that the being as, 
typically you're only going to find problem with Tumas Hagidin when there's an outbreak, or some kind of a disease. So then, um, you're really not testing whether the bird, you're sampling not to see if the birds have a tumor problem. You're sampling to find out if there was a disease that hit this farm. Okay? And that, that's the, the far to be sampling on sampling. I'm going to show you, if we make it to the end, I'm, I'll speed up. We get to the end, you'll see that some people check everyone, and some of them don't check everyone. Okay? Okay, next. Another set of chafers is broken bones. Okay? There's, there's a few bones that are broken. In one of the wing bones, if it's broken, make the animal chafer. And two of the bones in the leg that they're broken will make the animal to a trafer. Um, those are only problems if it happens, of course, when the animal's alive. It can't become a trafer after it's dead. Um, so over here also, it was suggested, I think, that it has to do with, I don't know if you talked about this. This, this could happen during collection. It could also happen at a shechita when they, they're, they can be rough with the birds. Like, think about it. Someone has to hold the bird for shechita. Okay, if that guy doesn't hold it gently, he could break a bone there also. If they, if they, after the after they could do it by also, they hang it on the hooks and things like that in ways that could break bones. Um, all of those are shadows that could be, potentially make it a trade for a bird that you eat, and nothing with eggs. Again, nothing with eggs. Eggs don't have all those things happen to them. The, the chicken just sits there laying eggs. Yeah, you put a big emphasis on the way you breed them. You want to, you want to make them, you know, either egg machines or, or, or I don't know, chicken machines, mm-hmm. to the point that they're, they're bred. Selective breeding, the bread so much that they're weak in certain parts of the body. Right, so that, that, that focus is more on birds that are going to be eaten. Okay? He talked about how they want to grow them in a certain way so they could quickly be sent for shita and they should have meat in the right place and this and that. That has nothing to do with birds that are laying eggs. The birds that are laying eggs, there's no such need yeah, for them. The birds that are eaten. The birds that are eaten. So the, and the birds that are eaten, someone checks them. Someone does a, a check, so the bird, the chicken in your house, someone checked it to make sure it didn't have broken bones. Not, not to say some can't slip by, but someone checked for that. What about the leg bone, the, the white the leg bone chicken also is made for eggs. Right? Yeah. I forgot what he said about the breeding of it. Okay. He, 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 he talks about the sorry about that. Okay. But, but the, those birds don't have the same, who cares whether the leg bone has more meat on this part of the animal that bird, for fat or skinny. The point is as long as it lays eggs. You know what I mean? So that's the, okay. Okay, we're, we're moving along. Okay. I don't remember if you used the name of it. The broken bones, they check them? They do check, yes. Yes, people check the broken bones. That's weird. Yes. It's called Meckel's diverticulum. Okay? Um, he mentioned this. And that is like this. A chicken has a very long set of kishkas. It's a bunch of feet long, a long, stringy thing. And right in the middle of it is this little thing. In the picture over here, it's, to me, it's exaggerated. They don't usually look that long. But there's this little piece that sticks out. Okay, like, like an appendix, okay? Like, think of it like there's a little piece sticking out. And what it is is, when the chicken is in the egg, that is the way that the yolk gets sucked into the intestines for the chicken to grow. Okay? That's the connection between the, the intestines. What? Like an umbilical cord. It's like an umbilical cord. It connects to the yolk, and it sucks in the, the nutrition. The, the, when the chicken hatches, there's still a little yolk left over, and that gets... Also, it keeps on eating from that yolk for the first couple of days until it eats regular food. That's what chickens are supposed to do. Um, it seems, it's been claimed, that nowadays um, they feed the chickens right away and the chickens don't always absorb all the rest of that yolk and it leads to this methyl diverticulum becoming infected. Okay? So, if it would become infected, it potentially would make the animal into a trafer. Um, it's not very common. It's not very common at all. Um, most people check every bird, every single one, to see if it has this problem. And there's different ways that they check it. Some people check it by, by squeezing it. Some people check by looking at the color. What I mean is, if it looks plain, it just, it's fine. 
what happens is that sometimes it'll be swollen or colorful in ways that look not so good, and then they'll decide whether it's kosher or trade based on... There's no earlier recurrence. This is a new thing. This is something that we, people didn't see, or that we know, 100 years ago. So there's different ways that people check for this. Okay? Okay. There's another kind of trade, so I'm skipping that for now. Okay, so now... So I, I, I went to three different large American shlitas. One of those shlitas has two different hashkachas that run a little bit differently from each other. Um, so so well, I'm going to show you now how, the, how they check, uh, as I told you, in American shlitas, and of course they're entered so as well, but in American shlitas they check for all different types of trafers. Um The Ram says no one used to check anything, but we have lots and lots of people checking for trafers. So like this, I call them Shlita Aleph, Beis, and Gimel, okay, and Shlita Beis, I, it's in a two hashkachas in it, okay? So, about injections, everybody has some kind of a rule, whether the rule is exactly where everybody would want it to be, and whether they actually over, see that the rules are followed, that's, that's not so clear, um, but everyone has some kind of ideas about injections, okay? And Bukha Datma, they the, don't, idea is, the idea is to make, I'm sorry, to make the injections early enough that it won't hit the chicken. That's the goal, is to make the injection hit, it goes into the egg, to not hit the chicken inside the egg, okay, or to hit it so infrequently that you don't have to be worried about it. Okay, that's, that's the goal of what the day you choose, the day and hour you choose to do it. It's, it's a very significant what day and hour you do it on, um, and that's their, everyone has some kind of a rule, um, whether, again, whether they're actually making sure that happens is not always so clear. Okay, the book of the everyone checks, um, they have mashkichim standing, looking for the birds, again, they're checking it for cautious reasons. It's a, it's a mashkiach checking for it. But I have a feeling that they would check for it anyhow because it looks really awful, okay, when it pops out. Anyhow, uh, checking for broken wings and bones. Also, I check, and the metals, the reticulum, they also, everybody checks every single one, okay? The difference is, in the other case, the tumsagidin. So, as you see here, in the shrita that we call shrita aleph, they just do a sampling. Shrita bays and gimel, they check every bird. And then the Shrit the Beis, with the second Hashkacha, has this interesting idea. They say, we let you guys shecht first. Hashkacha, you shecht first. And if you guys don't find too many birds, that'll be our sampling. Then we'll be happy. We'll take them. If you didn't find too many, then we'll take it. So that's a really good question. Is that, how do they know the game from the same lot? You know, you don't, they don't check five chickens at a time. They check thousands of chickens at a time. Um, that's a really good question, um, which we wondered about. Uh, but they, they, they say the morning is going to be this, uh, you know, the first hour of the day is the same thing for the second hour, or whatever it is, however the, the setup is. You guys check first. You check first. And then if you're okay, if you don't have too many, then we'll take it. You'll be our sampler. And if, and if you do have a lot, then we'll check everyone. Okay. So that cost less for our What'd you say? It costs less for our It costs less. There's less people. They, to, to have... To do the sampling at that shita, if I remember, there were four mashkichim standing on the line to make sure there were no tumzegidin. Okay, that's four people who stand. That's all they did was check for tumzegidin. Um, and the other guy has has nobody. Doesn't have to put anybody on the line. Okay. In in shita aleph, in shita aleph, they said if they have a problem with tumzegidin and they get stuck with it, they try to get rid of the chickens. If they get stuck with them, they they have to go half the speed that they usually go because it takes them so much effort and so many people to do the checking, they go half the speed. So that's money. There's a lot of money going to tell you to check everyone. Okay, and then the last is, the other thing that I didn't tell you about, um, there's other, other things. The first one basically checks everyone. Um, this, 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 what's other? Other is one I didn't tell you about. There's other kinds of things like lungs and liver and, and, and hearts, and other, the, the korkavan, uh, other things that they could be trafers in them, that the first, the first shrita, they're, they're boitkim, check those things. They don't check. They, they poke, they just touch them. Okay? Like, I watched them as they checked 
uh, the Kurkovan of a, I think it was a turkey actually, they, when, they check, when they check the Kurkovan, so they just feel it. And they pull out too. So they, they, they feel the outside of the chicken? Yeah, I'll tell you in a second. What they do, no, no, they feel the outside of the Kurkovan of the gizzard. The, 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 what they do is in this, is the boy, if he has a shila, he puts it on the side. He has to keep going because the chickens keep on coming. You can't, you can't stop to think what you're doing. So there's a quite puts it on the side. And then somebody else walks around and checks the things that are all put on the side. So if you want to learn and see the shilas, the ones on the side have the best shilas then. Because thousands of chickens have no shilas. So he pulled off two kurkumans and when you, when, you, when you felt it, it felt harder than it was supposed to. They cut it open and one had an, a screw inside of it and one had a huge, a huge piece, like a piece of wood like this, like two inches long. Yeah. A piece, the chicken ate a big piece of wood. It got stuck in its kurkumans. Okay? Um, whether it was a trade was a question, but they threw it out. They decided it was a trade. Anyhow, so in Shkitaal, they checked most, and the second one, I, Shkita, I don't know what they did. And in Shkita Gimel, they just did the same thing. At the beginning of the day, they checked a bunch of them. Uh, if, they, if they were good. Um, don't remember means you don't remember. I don't remember, yeah. Not that they don't remember what they do. No, I don't remember. I, I was focused to know what they did. Okay, so the conclusion. The conclusion is, in, in I'm done. The conclusion is, in, in the chickens, the chicken that you buy, Someone's checking to make sure they're not chafers. Okay? Some do a little different than the others, but by and large, they're checking to make sure they have the chickens. By and large, they're checking, and the truth is, almost all 99, 98% of the chickens are kosher anyhow. But they're checking, by and large, they're doing, they're doing a check. How many times are using overall get rejected? Very little, maybe 1%. It's very rare. It's very rare that, that it happens. It's, it's, it happens, and sometimes it's a really bad batch, but by and large, it's not, it's not happening. But, it, and in eggs, in eggs that they're not checking, it's the regular thing. We call the parish. We know there are trafers out there. We know milk has trafers in it, and eggs and chicken have it, but you're allowed to buy it. We call the parish. You're safe. Okay. Some of the concerns here, I, I try to point out, are less serious when it comes to chicken that lay eggs. Um, but we have a, we have a call the parish. Okay. We're, we're good for it.